As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome, everyone, to the From the Shadows podcast. I'm your host, Shane Grove. I'm flying solo again. Jason, the super producer, is not available. Um, so uh, hopefully not everyone was tuning in to see, to hear Jason. Hopefully uh, some people were tuning in to hear me and are too disappointed. Uh, I'll, I'll try to get to the guest as soon as possible. So, so uh, I'm not too disappointing then. But uh, I want to remind everybody that if you have a uh, story or uh, an encounter that you want to share with us, you can find us at the From the Shadows podcast uh, Facebook page. You can find us at our uh, After the Shadows forum page on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram at Shane Grove Author. Uh, you can find us at From the Shadows podcast on Instagram and send us messages that way or the the good old fashioned way, go to our website from the shadows podcast, uh, hit the contact button and send me an email. They all come to me. I'll check them out and, uh, get a hold of you. Uh, cause we, we, we love uh, hearing from our listeners and especially if you got a good, good story you want to share. Um, so I won't, um, I won't waste anybody's time tonight. I'm going to get right to our guest. Uh, because she has some really cool stories and uh, and I know she probably wants to talk a little bit about Russell Wilson because I think she is the president of the Russell Wilson fan club. Um, so Sarah, welcome to the From the Shadows podcast all the way from sunny Washington. Hi. <laughs> and if anybody's like, what the heck? I thought, why, why are we talking pro football? <laughs> well, we're recording this uh, on the opening season opening weekend of uh of uh pro football and it's the monday night where the seahawks are playing the broncos russell wilson's back in washington and sarah has just been spitting fire about how russell wilson turned his back on the state and all the fans and so sarah before we get started on your encounters is there anything else you want to say about russell wilson and just get it out now well, I'm not a football fan, but I know a traitor when I see one. And he, <laughs> I hope he goes down tonight. Because <laughs> Seattle, Washington State is pissed because Russell Wilson betrayed us and went to the Broncos. But that's it. I am not a football fan. I just. <laughs> she's not a football fan. She's I'm a, a Washington Russell. fan. She's a, she's a Russell Wilson hater. So sorry, <laughs> Russell. If you're listening, I didn't mean <laughs> I didn't mean to to ruin your day, but uh, uh, and it looks like uh, Seattle is winning as of this point. So maybe Sarah will be extra happy by the Good. time by the time episode's over. Uh, so Sarah, so okay, Sarah, we've established you're in Washington. So um, 
let's just get into it. Let's 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 hear about uh, your experiences, your encounters, and kind of give us, you know, some background about where they took place, and um, let's hear what happened. Well, I work on a ranch in Washington State, a couple hours from Seattle. Um, I love this place. It's pretty big. It's about 400 acres out in the country. It's it's pretty far out. There's no people out here. Um, it's a place that's been special to me since I was a kid. And I um, I worked here in high school leading trail rides for people. Um, so people could come out and pay and I'd get them on a horse. I was leading a trail one day and I, I saw what I believe was a Bigfoot sitting on a log, a Sasquatch. And I did a double take and it was gone. Um, it had its back to me, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. And at the time, this was back in 2006, the Sasquatch wasn't big on my radar. I mean, we didn't have podcasts to listen to about Bigfoot. Um, I knew what it was and I, I don't think I didn't believe in it. There's a lot of things that I just don't know. Um, I'm not one of those people that mocks people who believe in paranormal things. But I saw that and I thought, oh my gosh, that's got to be a Sasquatch. From, from, uh, from the Bigfoot or the, what you thought was a Bigfoot, how far away from it were you? I think it was about 50 feet. About 50 feet. And so yeah. what, what made you like look over to where it was sitting? I mean, I'm leading a trail ride. I've got people behind me. I'm on a horse. I'm, I'm looking around. I'm in the forest. And so, so it, was, it was just something you just happened to, to look that way and, and see. Yeah. So did, did any, did you, did you say anything to anybody at that time? Like the no. people that were, and so nobody else, apparently nobody mm -mm. else. Now, did your horse, did your horse sense anything? That is a good question, and the answer is no, he did not. Not that time. Got another story about it, though, where he did. Um, okay. No, that horse did not notice. Everything was normal. The people behind me were probably kids. I'm not going to announce to a bunch of kids on 1,000-pound animals that there's a Sasquatch in the woods. So That's probably pretty good. That's <laughs> probably pretty good advice right there. Mm -hmm. I mean, that could turn, that could turn ugly. So, so was there any, anything else that stood out about that other than it just kind of, it probably kind of blended in. Yeah. It was kind of a sandy color, like a lighter Brown. Um, it wasn't very dark. Now did, um, did you have, do you have any idea how big it might've been? sitting there oh i don't know maybe like a really big person it happened so fast i mean i blinked and it was gone it looked like it looked like a stump at first that was my initial reaction but then i realized no that's that's some sort of a living creature um well especially when you look back and the stump is gone mm -hmm. you know <laughs> yeah that, that, that certainly so like, were you frightened at all? Or no, was it just not that a, time. Not that time. Okay. Um, so, man, oh man. I, so had you, so you said you, it wasn't like on everybody's radar, but had you ever heard of anything about that, uh, about that type of creature being in the area? No. Because quite often, you know, we hear stories about, they like being around horses. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I, you know, having a uh, ranch like that or a, a, a farm with horses, especially remote, it seemed like it, maybe it would be a place to draw, uh, draw them in for sure. So and I can tell you horses do not like them. Well, okay. Well, I got to hear this. Then. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, so, so, all right. So what, so what was, uh, what's the next 
experience than you would like to uh, share. Okay. So I now work at this ranch year round. I'm a full-time employee and there's not a lot of people here, especially in the wintertime. We're not doing trail rides for people in January when it's dark and raining. Um, This is a very wet state. So I used to ride by myself. After this experience, I do not. Um, I went up on a Sunday afternoon. I want to say it was in January. And it was actually a really beautiful day. Um, Washington has some incredible weather when it wants to. Um, So I went up on a Sunday afternoon. There's nobody. Okay. I mean, 400 acre property, no neighbors, nothing. I'm totally by myself, me and my horse. And we're just leaving the barn when my horse starts wigging out. And horses, they know how you feel. So if you're scared, they will be scared. But he was scared first. He was, he would not go. He was freaking out. And I was like, what is wrong with you? Like, let's go. We've done this trail a hundred times. There's never been an issue. So then I heard knocking on the tree. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's, that's tree knocking. That's Bigfoot. Uh, My husband was going through a big Sasquatch phase and he had been doing a lot of research. Um, So I'd, he told me some of these things. I thought, okay, well, let's turn around. Let's go another way. So I tried to stay calm. I turned my horse around. We started going the opposite direction. I made it probably a couple thousand feet and I heard it again. This time, I mean, this is a different, another side of the ranch. And my horse and I were like, oh crap, we need to go right now. Because these, I'm sure it was more than one Sasquatch talking to each other. They were watching us. It was probably the scariest moment of my life. We, I mean, you're not supposed to run back to the barn on your horse, but we ran as fast as we could back to the barn now. Um, I could barely get the saddle off of him. I wanted to get out of there. So I put my horse away. Poor guy was terrified as much as I was. And I looked out into the pasture and all the horses were all huddled together in a group. And that's not how they spend their time. They spread out, they eat their grass, you know, they hang out together, but they're not huddled in a group like that. Yeah, that's true. They don't, I mean, I've been around a lot of horses and they don't normally, uh, unless it's right at feeding time and there's a big bale of hay or something out there and they're all, nope. they went all run into it. I mean, so obviously there was, so, so just for the sake of argument, what else predator wise is out there in those woods in the ranch? Around, the, around that ranch. Is there anything uh, uh, like out there that could spook a horse other than like, is there bear or um, I don't well, know. Well, we certainly have coyotes. Um, there have been stories of bears and mountain lions. I have never seen one. I don't know anyone who's seen one. Um, it certainly could have been out there, although I don't think mountain lions are picking up sticks and hitting trees with them? Nope, I don't think so either. So, so you definitely, um, you know, and we'll, and we'll share this in a, in a, in a little bit, the, the video that you shared with me. But so is that kind of the same sound that you heard? Then? Definitely. Yeah. Wow. So... So the horse sensed it even before you did. Yes. He knew what it was. And you're right. Horses, I mean, now some horses are funny about not wanting to walk across like a grate in the barn or some water or something Mm -hmm. like that. But they don't usually, especially if there's somebody on them and they're a horse and it's some, you know, it's, it's your horse, right? It's not just. Yeah. So that horse knows you and is familiar with you and. Um, he's done this trail hundreds of times. 
I mean, he's a working horse. His job is to take people on trail rides. This is something he does every day. And he, he freaked out. So had there been, because this is one, the one thing I've heard people say, and maybe you never noticed this and I, maybe your husband shared this with you. I don't know, but they say there's a lot of people that claim that where there's horses and where there's Bigfoot, the Bigfoot will go and like braid the horse's hair. Have you ever heard that? <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> yes, I have. What? There is no way that Bigfoot is braiding their hair. I'm sorry. <laughs> they would be freaking out. Well, it's I obviously from your experience, I would believe I would believe that uh yes. Yes, the the horses where you're at do not like uh they're not interested in anything to do with uh, okay, I've sa- also heard that Bigfoot rides horses, and that's impossible because he weighs as much as a horse. So people are just making that up. Yeah, I've never, I've never heard that one. I've I have heard, heard that one. Like Bigfoot probably weighs nine hundred pounds. I don't know, you, but you would, th- you would think, you would think, the average yeah. horse weighs a thousand pounds. Yeah, because when I mean when you're around a horse. It doesn't necessarily look like it weighs that much, you know, but you can kind of tell when you're leaning into them and, and move them or moving them around. So I, I would assume that, uh, you know, a Bigfoot of any would have to weigh, but I mean, mm-hmm. I have a lot of experience with steers and, you know, they weigh 12 to 1600 pounds. Yeah. And, and so, but they're a lot more dense, obviously. So, but anything when you're talking that size, you're right. A horse isn't uh, uh, something as big as the horse isn't getting on the horse's back. No, right? No. Yeah, and I, but I had honestly, I've never heard that. But I have really. Heard, but I, I have heard that. No, I have not heard that. But I have heard that um, um, that they braid, that they believe they braid their hair. And Our horses so. have never come in with braided hair. We've got over 40 of them. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, braiding a horse's hair is not much fun anyway. So I'm not sure. (laughs) They're not going to stand still and let a Sasquatch braid their hair. No, no. I I have to, while I don't like to discount anybody's experience, I would have to say that that is probably, uh, if that happens, that is not very often <laughs> i wouldn't think that well would be very let's often. put it this way if i were to go out and try to braid a horse's hair when they don't have a halter on and i don't have them on a lead rope most of them are just going to look at me and walk away true like what true. are you doing they don't now the now the now the counter to that is is we're not eight or nine foot tall and a thousand pounds and couldn't grab a hold of the horse by the Neck and hold it there, I suppose. I don't know. That, I think that horse would be screaming <laughs> its head off. Uh, well, but the, the thing that um, the thing that I like about the story is, is I know, you know, I've been around horses. I know, you know, like I said, my stepdaughter has horses, and I know how in tune they are with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I totally get what you're saying about your horse. Um, would not just act that way unless there was some sort of, it was a dangerous situation, you know? Right. And so now let me ask you this. If you, if you hadn't been, if you, your husband hadn't told you about wood knocks and stuff, would that have still, would that have been concerning to you? Those noises? Um, the fact that my horse was freaking out, and there was an unusual sound coming from the woods. Yeah. Okay. I, I definitely would have been concerned because there's no, there's no people out there. I was yeah. by myself. I would have thought, what is that? And yeah, we have to I, listen to our animals. He knows what he's doing. I have to trust him. And if he says something's wrong, then something's wrong. True. So that's what, that's, 
you know, then you go back to that other, uh, that other encounter and you wonder why the horse didn't sense it. Maybe it was because it didn't make any noise. Maybe, maybe he didn't notice him back in 2006. I don't know. That's interesting. So it makes you now, and I don't want to, I don't want to scare you, but does it make you, does it make you pause and think about how many times you've ridden through those woods and maybe not you're the horse. haven't noticed something standing there. I'm sure I have. Yeah. He's watching. I know he is. There's, I know there's at least two of them that live on that property. Um, we have a legend. We call it Mountain Man. Anytime anything weird happens, we say Mountain Man did it. Uh, we've had hoses disappear. I swear, he's got a collection of hoses <laughs> in the woods somewhere because they just they vanish. Like, where's the hose? Um, gates get left open. There have been days where the herd gets out because some random gate that we never, ever go through was left open. And like I said, this is out in the country. There's only a few people who are up there taking care of these horses. And nobody lives up there. So why on earth is that gate open? We never use that gate. And horses can't unbuckle, you know, can't undo a hook. Yeah, not usually. No. So what? how did that gate get open? Mountain, Mountain Man did it. That's who it was. Now, do you it's, have kinda, any... it's kind of a joke, but... It's not. Well, do you ever have any horses that have disappeared? No. Oh, no. And you know, and you've never noticed any of them like injured or scratched or anything like that? Well, horses get scratched from time to time. Um, they're animals. They get, they kick each other. They run into a branch. Like there's things happen to them. They're fine. But I, I don't think. Bigfoot is hurting them. It would just wonder what, like, stealing the hose. Okay, I wonder if he's just being like. I just wonder if he's like just, well, for lack of a better term, irritating. He's just messing with us. This, this he's lived here so long. We leave him alone, and he leaves us alone. I'm not afraid of him hurting me. Now that day, maybe, I know they were following me, um, but. This ranch has been here over 40 years. And they've, other than the occasional encounter, which other people have seen him as well, I know of at least two other people who have said they've seen a Sasquatch on this property. Really? So what, what were their encounters like? Um, one friend, with that video I showed you um, in the woods, that same spot where I was filming, she said she saw something strange. And she thought it was part of the tree, but then she looked again and it was gone. So she thinks it was a Sasquatch looking at her. Just kind of standing there in the tree lines. And, mm-hmm. and, yeah. Okay. Same exact spot. Yeah, that's a pretty remote spot other than, mm-hmm. you know, where that's where you, would you say, or filling up with water, right? Yeah, water truck. And so if you're filling up with, with water... That may be a that may be a water source for them too. I never thought of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely know, right. I don't know, and I don't know if there's a pond or a river or a creek or anything like that around. But you know, the easier to get something, you know, like food or water. I'm sure they're smart enough to know that taking somebody's hose is going to be irritating or open mm-hmm. opening the gate. They're probably smart enough to figure out how, you know, this is an easy way to get water. and um, You know, it's also uh, right above the barn. It's a really good view of the people and we can't really see Washington forests are thick. You can't see underneath the trees. It's just vegetation. It's like a wall of trees. Ah, so I gotcha. Okay. when we look into the forest, it's not like you can see hundreds of feet. So he can be in there watching us. Um, so, yeah. so has anybody, um, has anybody gone up there and, and I mean, you guys don't let this get out beyond the people at the ranch as far as what's going on. Like there hasn't been people up there looking and, and researching or anything like that. 
No. If I tell people, it either freaks them out, like guests, and I don't need people who are going on a trail ride all scared, or they laugh at me. And it's like, I don't want to be made fun of. Now, there is the occasional person who's really curious and wants to see those videos and wants to hear those stories, um, which I'm happy to share with them. But as a general rule, I don't just go announcing that a Sasquatch was behind that tree over there. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, t- I totally get you. I totally get you. What Now, does your husband, does he work up on the ranch at all or does he? Yes. We both do. So he works up. So has he had an encounter or a sighting? No. And he's totally jealous every time something weird (laughs) happens um, that I see. Now, we have had some tree structures. um, That same hill where I had the tree knocking, we'll ride up there. And at the very top of this hill, like, like I said, there's no people out here. We've seen some tree structures. Um. Some weird, just some weird things. And sometimes we get weird feelings up there. And it's like, you know what? Let's, let's go. This is, I know that's where he is. He lives up there. Um, and it's the trail we don't do with guests. Well, so, so, so that's up a hill where you're mm-hmm. talking about, right? Yep. So then beyond that, it keeps going up and up and up, which is maybe, is that, is that where the land kind of stops that being part of the ranch yeah and we do have neighbors back there pretty far i mean there's other ranches and farmhouses but our barn and that trail are it's pretty pretty far from everybody else now before we go any further if just between me and you now are you just saying that you see bigfoot just to make your husband jealous no, I've because only you, ever seen him the one time. Okay, because but, you you sound like you really relish the fact that he was upset. That uh, no, <laughs> I don't want him to hear that either, Shane. Okay, you can take that out. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We, okay. It's all fun. Okay. Russell uh-huh. Wilson's Russell Wilson is the only person that has anything to worry about tonight. Yeah, what's the score? <laughs> it's still, it's still the same. It's still the same. Okay. Yeah, it's um, still, still. Um, so, so well, we've talked about that spot. So, um, we'll play the sound. We'll play the, we'll play the sound bite here for people to listen, uh, what you're talking about. So what they're going to hear is you're at that place filling up with water. And how long mm-hmm. ago, how long ago was it? Did this happen? This video that you sent with the sound, like, has this been a while ago or did this it's just been, it's been several months. Several months. It was back probably in the spring or winter. It, it was a time of year when nobody's up there. Okay. And so we'll play the sound by here and it's it, we'll just let it we'll just let it play and then if we can get the video up on our social media we'll share it with everybody so you can kind of see the surroundings. Um, but uh, we'll we'll Pause here for a second and let it play. Okay, so people that just heard this, just so describe what it was you were you're getting water, and then what? Mm-hmm. What, made um, start, I was, what made you start recording? Well, I was reading a book, waiting for that trough to fill because it takes about twenty minutes, and there's nothing else to do up there. The horses were out um, in that pasture on that hillside. And before I shot the video, I heard a horse being pretty loud. He was freaking out. And I was actually about to hike up there to check on him and see what was going on. Um, but he stopped. And I started to hear the knocking. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that's tree knocking. I should probably get this on video. 
And I actually wasn't scared. Whereas the time I was on my horse, I was terrified. This time, I just thought, oh, that's Bigfoot. He's up there. So I, I filmed that video. Um, you can hear the tree snapping. I don't know if he stepped on a branch or what. I don't think that was a horse. It could have been. I mean, I did not see anything. Um, I just heard it. And after I shot that video, I got it in my car and I left. I turned the water off. I thought, this is enough water for them. I'm going to go. I mean, in your... So here's the thing is you... You've been on that ranch for a long time, off and on. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of in tune with what normal, you know, what the normal situation is every day, probably. Mm-hmm. And that was out of out of the ordinary, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though, definitely. even though you've heard those wood knocks before, um, you know, but the tree snap or tree branch snapping is kind of out of the out of the ordinary, for sure. I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't have noticed it had I not been listening to the tree knocks. Mm, gotcha. I gotcha. And what, now, and the, I mean, this is just your, you know, your opinion, but I'm, I'm wondering, what do you think their purpose is up there of the tree knocks? Especially, I mean, it's one thing when you're riding through the woods on your horse, but you just standing there. You know, like, what do you think the purpose of that is? Like, have you thought about that at all? You know, I think the first time I heard it when I was riding, they were talking to each other. Um, But when I was just sitting there filling the trough, I don't know if he was trying to get my attention. I wasn't scared. And I know uh, Sasquatch has that, is it called infrasound, where they can make that sound that we can't hear but it's we feel it yeah it's kind of like um um like predators have it a de a de debilitating kind of thing that that kind of knocks you senseless i guess for Mm -hmm. lack of a better lack of a better term but uh yeah but i almost feel like they have to you know, you'd have to be able to see them being there. Because anybody I've ever heard that um, felt that they were hit by infrasound seemed to, you know, have a close visual. And no, I felt that way when I heard the tree knocking the first time when I was on horseback. Really? And it might What's just that? have been because my horse was scared. I was terrified. I heard that tree knocking and, oh, my gosh, I was so scared. I don't know why I didn't go back to the barn immediately. I wanted to ride my horse. So well, I thought I wonder, I'll just go a different way. I and it, it's weird. Maybe they were just like you said, they were talking to each other saying, Well, here she's coming this way and okay, she's coming this way and or or they just didn't want you going any farther where you were. Um because I you know, I know I've heard people try to explain that um maybe there's young, maybe they have, you know, young Sasquatch out there and they're trying mm-hmm. to keep you, keep you away from them. Uh, maybe they're out playing in the woods or something. And, um, but you would think that they would know that you were not really a threat at all. You know? Well, you know? the first time I was on a horse riding, whereas the second time I was just sitting reading a book. So maybe this is maybe the second time he's like, hurry up lady. I want to get some water too. Maybe. No, like, or thank out. you for like, filling the water. Like, like yeah, like, get out of here. Now, I, now your, I don't now your, know. Now your friend that, did, did she uh, hear anything when she saw anything in that same? Because when we put this video up, that's the same area you're talking about, right? Exact same spot. And that, okay. And mm-hmm. that wood line. Uh, okay. It, did she say she heard anything or she just happened to see something? She just saw something. There were people around that time. Um, there was an activity going on. So.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. I don't think she heard anything. I, I think I was up at the barn that day, but I, I didn't see it. And another thing that may um, bring them the curiosity out in, in, in them is because you guys are so remote that when people are out there, they probably want to see what's going on. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. But I Now, also know, like, in the summer... We have lots of people coming to have horse time, right? We're a business where people pay to come be with horses. So in the summertime when we're busy, I'm, they probably actually avoid us because there's so that, many people. That's, uh, yeah, that's probably a good, uh, that's probably a good point. Um, the owners of that property, now are they up there a lot? And um, do they know anything about these experiences? No, they're not up there much. They um, they live out of the country. They, they're not really involved. They're just okay. the owners. They're not there often. Gotcha. Gotcha. So now how long has that mountain man story been around? You know, I don't know. It was a... A story, a, a legend when I was there in high school, gosh, over 15 years ago. So before that, um, there's an old hunting cabin in the woods. We call it Mountain Man's Cabin. We kind of had to stop talking about it because it freaks kids out when they come to ride. They hear uh, some man in the forest and they get all freaked out. So it's kind of a inside thing oh geez i didn't realize there was a hunting cabin <laughs> that takes it yeah it's, an, it's a really old hunting cabin it's that been takes, there forever that takes it to a whole so here's you tell your husband <laughs> say listen <laughs> you really want to you really want to experience a bigfoot maybe one night a week you need to stay in the cabin yeah go like, sleep in that cabin no way you could not pay me enough to even open the door of that thing. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, um, so, but, so, yeah. um, what, what, uh, so do you, do you, when you go out to this property every day, obviously you love being out there and love being around the horses. Yeah. So none of these experiences though have really, um, made you question going out and doing that. Right. I mean, you still, you seem to still love it. Well, I don't ride by myself, and I do not go up on that hill. I don't go hiking up there. I occasionally ride up there, but with other people. So it's just made you a little um, more ca cautious. Is, is yeah, well, we leave him alone, and he'll leave us alone. It's been over 40 years, so. Um, yeah, I'm up there. I'm not 
I will not be up there at night by myself. It will not happen. Okay. I can't blame you one bit. <laughs> I can't blame you one bit. But uh, but it's good. I mean, but it's good, though, that it really, I mean, you're still out there doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't, um, like you said, he seems to be a little more curious and mischievous than anything else. Like, it doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't really sound like he wants to be seen by you guys. He no. might be, he might he might want to be known want you guys to know he's there, but he doesn't really want to uh, be seen. So, but, um, so is there anything else uh, uh, that happened out there that you, you want to share or is that? Yeah, actually I got a couple more if you want to hear them. Um, does it involve the hunting cabin and Russell Wilson? No. Okay. All right. Okay. (laughs) That same okay, imagine the same hill without where that water trough is. I'm the barn is right there. If you look at the video, the barn's on the left of me. I'm walking out the front door of the barn, and I think it was spring. There were some people around, but not a whole ton. It was not windy out. And I'm not kidding. A tree just fell in the forest right there. No reason at all. I I watched it fall. And like I said, we can't see the ground under the trees. There's too much vegetation. And it was right after I walked out the door and I went up there. I don't know why I walked up there right after it fell. I was being an idiot. Um, And it, it was broken about eight feet up. It wasn't a huge tree. It wasn't a massive tree. Okay. But it was, it was a deciduous tree. It was, I don't know. It wasn't big, but it wasn't tiny either. Like there's no way a person could have pushed that thing over. It was alive, okay? It's not a dead tree. And it was not windy that day. It just fell over for no reason at all. Well, typically, so when I hear about these trees, you know, I mean, I'm not like uh, Mr. Outdoorsman, but trees Mm -hmm. usually that fall over, fall over from the root or down around the bottom. Yes, and when when it's windy. Yeah, and not eight foot. Eight foot up in the air, you know. Mm-hmm. And by the way, uh, Denver just missed a field goal to win the game. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> that Russell. I'm, I'm sorry. We're back to the tree. Yeah, usually a tree, a tree just doesn't snap off eight foot no. up unless it's dead. It was not dead. And so you walked out there and 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 looked because you really needed to. Did you second guess yourself after that? Like, no. What? I knew what that was. It did it. No, was it I meant. Me? Did did you, it... I meant. Did you second guess the reason you walked out there? You oh, know, like... sorry. <laughs> no. Um, in hindsight, it probably wasn't the smartest thing to do. Um, I didn't feel scared or anything when I walked up there. I didn't think anything of it. I I knew what it was when I saw it fall. This is the exact same spot with the tree knocking and where my friend saw one. Wow. So there's something, there's certainly something right there going on. You know, they must be there watching. Um, well, and the bit. water is a great point. Yeah. Because we what keep else, that trough what, full. What else is in the barn? Is there anything in the barn? Is there feed in the barn? Is there... Um, no we don't feed the horses that's our riding barn just got all of our tack and equipment and our arena it's there's nothing in there that they would want yeah well maybe it is the water maybe that is the big draw and that's what they're you know and they're mad anytime they're trying to get you out of there so they can get water you know i mean imagine imagine how much water something 800 pounds covered in fur has to drink well, hydrated. we've got 40 horses, so yeah, <laughs> we're yeah, filling exactly. those troughs every day, maybe more than once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, huh? I guess I, I, what am I saying? Yeah, imagine how much a horse needs to drink. But, uh, um, yeah, that's it. That's that's super. Um, and that kind of that noise in that video, I mean, that could be the same sort of thing a tree eight or nine feet up in the air getting broke off, too. Since you can't see it, 
You know what I'm the saying? The knocking sound? Well, the the, 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 the broken break, branch. Yeah, the broken branch. I mean, that, that could be a good-sized tree getting snapped. Yeah, but to, wouldn't I have seen it fall? Maybe I've heard not. it hit the ground. Maybe not. No. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, you know, it depends how thick the you know you know how thick the woods are. I mean, maybe it didn't hit the ground. Maybe it just got snapped over. You know, knocked over. Or yeah, maybe landed on another tree and got stuck. Yeah, could be. I didn't. I didn't think of that. Yeah. So. So did you say there was a there was another incident that took place? Yeah. Um, well, when I first moved here, we live on the ranch, but we live on the on the road right at the entrance of this ranch. So we're not in the middle of the woods, thank God. Um, <laughs> and we have forest in our backyard that leads up to that property. If they wanted to, if we wanted to, we could hike up from our yard up to that barn all in the trees um and there's no other houses there's there's nothing it's just us and i had just moved in we'd been there for maybe maybe three days and my daughter was about to turn two and she we were sitting on the porch and she points into the woods and starts shouting monkey mom monkey and i looked and i thought oh my gosh what are you talking about I could not see anything, but she was adamant, like, Mom, monkey. And my husband came home, and she started telling him about the monkey, and he thought that I had put her up to it. Nope. She she saw a monkey in the woods. I mean, what, what are you, this two-year-old, not even, and she's she saw a monkey. I don't, holy, I don't know. Holy smoke. Well, wow. Okay. <laughs> he was checking us out. He's like, who are these people who were moved into this house? I mean, it'd been probably three days. Holy smoke. I did well, not see it. Especially kids. You know, they're, they seem to be super curious about kids. You know, and yes. to know that, they, you know, know that a child is there and maybe they heard it or heard your daughter. Or, wow. Maybe. And this town I live in is actually has a number of Sasquatch sightings. Um, and there's all kinds of stories of kids who disappear and then reappear talking about the monkey. Kids or people who disappear and are never seen again. And I mean, we live out in the forest. Sometimes people get lost and aren't found. But my area is known for Sasquatch encounters. As you know, so, Washington State has quite a few reports. So there's kid, so there's more than there's more than one kid that has disappeared and reappeared up there. Oh, talking yeah. about you haven't talking, heard stories of kids disappearing and talking about the monkeys. Sort of, but not that frequently. Like that's kind of you know the last story I really remember is uh, the kid down in North Carolina who disappeared for two or three days and then said the bear took care of him when he found wow. him. Wow. Yeah. You know, and he watched, you know, he, whatever it was that took care of him was, uh, um, he related to a TV show he watched that was like a, looked like a Bigfoot, but it was a, mm -hmm. called it a bear. So, I mean, little kid, I mean, little, little kids have good imaginations, but, yeah, they're not. They're not going to say I saw a monkey out in the woods. That's and uh, she was adamant, like it, it was a monkey. And fortunately, my children have not disappeared. But there are stories in my town. It's an old logging town, um, of people disappearing, of Sasquatch sightings. Um, I don't live near Mount Saint Helens, but if you've heard of the Ape Caves, I can. I bet you can guess how they got their name. Um, that's a cool place to check out if you're ever up in Washington State. What? You're going to send me to some caves known to have Bigfoot in? I mean. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> People go there all the time. I refuse to enter those caves. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. <laughs> well, are I mean, you a Bigfoot tourist or not? I, People look, come a, here just to look for Bigfoot. I am a Bigfoot enthusiast. I am not a, I'm not out searching him. I enjoy uh, 
you know, helping people. Oh, you're you're smart. (laughs) Share their stories. People who look for Bigfoot don't just don't do it. You guys, you don't want to find him. I wouldn't want to make him mad. I have to be honest. I have heard very few uh, and talked to very few people who have had close eyewitness encounters who really want to do it again. You know, I don't. Yeah, they Uh -uh. just don't. Yeah, they just don't. So I go up on that hill and there's times where I'm like, what am I doing up here? This is his, his area, you know? Wow. Well, I, I, look, you can't, like I said, I mean, you can't stop what you love doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of telling that you, that you guys are very cognizant of what's going on up there and, uh, kind of respectful to yeah uh, to whatever it is no well i don't want to piss him off (laughs) we'll get along he he can take our hoses you know (laughs) please don't leave the gates open mountain man we like those shut um and don't take my kids yeah i don't i don't think he would do that um i think he's respectful of people they are i think there's more than one um things do disappear I heard screaming in the woods one time. That was creepy. Um, I don't know. It's been, I've been here several years and there's things that happen. I don't know if I'm imagining it or not. Um, but I can't ignore these things, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially um, having, um, seeing what you believed was one sitting on a law. I mean, that's, a, that's enough to get your attention right there, let alone anything else, you know? So now would you, would you like to, would you like to run into one again at a distance no. so you could get a good, I mean, even at a distance, would you like to get a good look at one just so you could reassure yourself? I think that- if I saw one from a distance, I'm sure it would be looking at me and I'd be looking at him. <laughs> no, thanks. I know they're there. In fact, recently somebody saw something up in the woods. He saw eyes shine and somebody else saw, heard a branch break and thought she saw something up in that forest. And they thought it was a bear and said, maybe it might be a bear or it could be mountain man. And people think I'm joking when I say there's Bigfoot up there. And I'm dead serious. Now, your hu- but your husband definitely believes what's oh, yeah. going on. Um, uh-huh. So is he, I know he is disappointed because he wants to have some experience, but has he ever like said, that's it, I'm going to go up and, and look until I see something or... Is he no. smart? Is he smart enough about it too to say, "I just leave him alone"? Yeah, he's he's smart. He's not going to go looking for trouble. We leave them alone, and they leave us alone. Well, Sarah, you've convinced me that. Uh, <laughs> you've convinced me. <laughs> but uh, so, is there is there anything else that going on that you want to that you want to talk about, or you know, is that if we, if we covered it, I think we covered it for where I am, at least. Um, Washington and Oregon are pretty vast states with lots of encounters. All of mine pretty much have been here in this one ranch. The cities, people are crew, uh, creeping in their houses and the, the urban areas are growing. So I hope that. Mountain man doesn't get pushed out. I think we can have a good relationship with them. Uh, We'll never log this property or build on it. So as long as they want to stay, we're not going to bug them. That's probably a good, uh, good approach. I would say definitely, definitely. And, uh, well, I hope, you know, I'm going to tell you, I hope your husband gets to have a sight. Because I think he deserves it. 
um, I, I just think it would be, it, it'd be kind of cool for him because he seems to, seems to be into it. So, but uh, I don't know. Just, hey, just be careful out there. That's all. It sounds like you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. No, I appreciate I appreciate you coming on and sharing uh, sharing these stories because, like I said, I I understand how some of these things might kind of change. You know, they change your perspective uh, totally on what you thought might have been real and what wasn't real. You know, and uh, kind of make you uh, rethink things. You know, so, but I'm good, but I am glad that you get to be on a piece of property that you love and do some stuff that you love. And uh, hopefully, hopefully you guys can keep living in harmony for sure. Yeah, I think so. We just need to respect their space. Well, Sarah, I, this turned out to be a, a great conversation and Russell Wilson is going back to Denver, a loser and so you'll be Good. you'll be happy about that. And uh, I wonder, I, I I'm going to have to label this episode Bigfoot and Russell Wilson. <laughs> and if people are just going to be like, "What is going on?" <laughs> but that's but that's how I think I'm going to title this episode Bigfoot. Well, Russell maybe Wilson. he'll hear it. You'll <laughs> know, be like, you're like Sarah. What did I ever do to you? He is no longer welcome in this state. <laughs> Oh, geez. Well, Sarah, I appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you coming on and, and spending, uh, spending some time telling your stories. And like I said, just be safe out there. And if anything else good happens, give, give me a shout. I'd love to hear it. Anything else good or Sasquatch related? I don't know if it's always good. Oh, geez. Well, okay. Anything interesting? Anything interesting. If hoses go missing, any gates are left open. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any anything anything Bigfoot related or UFO related or ghost related, I'm always open to those too. Now I so, haven't had any of those, but I won't make fun of anyone who believes in that. It's early. Trust me. You know me, what? The only thing I can't get behind is the flat earthers. That's I'll make fun of them all day long. But aliens <laughs> and Loch Ness, okay, maybe. <laughs> Uh, well, yes. Look, I'm not doubting any of that. The flat earthers, I'm kind of with you. I don't, I can't, I can't wrap my arm around the flat earthers. Uh huh. But, uh, but that's for another, that's for another episode. Yeah, do an episode on a flat earthers. So if I've any tr- listeners believe in flat earth, please oh, call Shane. No, don't. I've already had, we've already had, and we had the, really? Had the, yes, we've had some expert, some, and you can't see my air quotes, experts on the flat earth thing want to come on and and talk to us about it to convince us and i'm just like i i i like we like to have fun and be entertaining uh talking about these subjects i can't i almost can't take that serious you know and i might be totally wrong maybe the flat earth is flat who knows i'll have to listen to those oh my gosh I, there is a great there, i will send you a link our friend Bo Kennedy from the Bump Podcast had a guy on who wanted to come on our show. It's it's very interesting listening to him. I, I can't say that I can't remember the guy's name who's talking about the flat Earth theory, but uh, um, he did a whole presentation and he truly he believes what he's saying. I will say that. <laughs> I don't know. I I. I I just don't know. I can't wrap my arms around that. But like I said, I could be totally wrong. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe the earth is flat. I don't really know how I'm going to prove it one way or another. So, so uh, I just got to go with it's round. That's all I got to go with. Okay. That's, that's it. So. Well, Sarah, I will, uh, I, will, I will keep in touch. And like I said, if uh, anything else interesting happens let us know i will thank you shane yep thank you thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the from the shadows podcast until next time never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows we are out
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.